What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. And welcome to the 271st episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend Wink. Wink, how you doing, man? How's that uh, that how's that fresh dad feeling treating you? It's not terrible. Um, I'm I'm starting <laughs> to get more into the swing of things. I'm a little less tired, you know consistently um just getting a little bit more into the swing of things pretty enjoyable um i uh really enjoying it more so than i expected and uh you know it's kind of funny like just i know you've obviously experienced this but i have i mean i've had it with dogs but not with a human where you kind of see this thing growing and Man, she's growing out of her onesies like crazy. So, um, like, she's she'll be six weeks old on Tuesday, and she cannot wear three-month clothes. They are way too short for her. Um, That's crazy. Whenever we went to the doctor right. last, she was 96th percentile on length. So, she's probably going to be very tall. <laughs> very nice. But, yeah. Yeah, that, I had the... It's funny... It's funny hearing that because I was obviously the triplets were the exact opposite being preemies. They were still wearing like three month old clothes when they were like nine months old because of how small Dang. they were when they were born. Uh, how, what yeah. week were they born at? How like how they were born born in week thirty four? Okay, that's not too. And so I mean, it's a little early, but for triplets, it's pretty good. Yeah, for triplets, it's pretty good because she didn't spend any time in the hospital either. So. Usually with preemies or multiples, they're considered high risk and right. they end up in the hospital for a few weeks before they give birth. But Joy's water broke and we went to the hospital and she had three kids. Nice. So <laughs> um, pretty funny. Joker asks how tall me and the wife are. Uh, my wife is about 5'10ish and I'm 6'2. So uh, our children will. There you go. Yeah, they'll all be pretty tall. And. Uh, yeah, and weight-wise, she was actually just below the 50% mark. So, weight-wise, she's not crazy, but length, she is. She's got these arms, and they fly all over the place. It's funny. She gets startled, and she'll have her hands, and they and they just kind of fly <laughs> up, and she opens her hands. It's it's really funny. I'm checking your face for bruises. <laughs> you get smacked any yet? No, I haven't, but like where we go to pick her up out of the crib, as soon as you touch her and she's not expecting it, she just jumps it's really funny so yeah 
That's awesome. Um, Kids are crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fun. Um, I've been racking this idea around in my head that would be fun, like um, a podcast that's not Star Wars related at all, just kind of just chatting with people. Um, but I thought it would be fun if I ever venture onto that project uh, to just kind of get you on there and just kind of talk about kids and raising them and stuff because it's kind of an interesting experience. Oh, there's plenty of stuff to talk about too. <laughs> I have no doubt. Lots of things. I have no doubt. So, um, I wanted to here in the intro, throw out a request. Uh, I want you guys to go into either iTunes or whatever. Um, hopefully it's, good feedback if you go into the iTunes but g- give us some feedback come into our discord in the feedback channel and let us know what you thought about like our Rogue One episode and the episode, other episode let us know if you like the format um, and all that sort of stuff and uh, just so we can get a little bit more feedback what you guys like dislike that sort of stuff kind of for those type of episodes moving forward because of course the Book of Boba is starting at the end of this month and yes. uh, we we're obviously going to be covering that, so I'd like to kind of dial down on you know maybe focus more in on the things that you guys like, maybe a little bit less on the things that you despise. So, yeah. For example, that when we did uh, Mandalorian, we basically wrote down everything that happened in the episode and went through it. Yes. The uh, episode and the episodes kind of got a little long sometimes doing that, but there was a lot of like Easter eggs and stuff. So the question is whether you liked it when we did that, or if you'd like, if we just did like an overhead thing or you, what, what you like about these episodes and what going forward. So that way we make sure a, we're not going too long or if we're going long that you like that, you know, that sort of thing. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. All right, dude, let's jump in hey guys what did you do in swoga this week man that's a sounder i've not heard in a long time long time um <laughs> i told my wife it's like the first time we've talked about swoga in like a month that's what it seems like me at first wild which you would think after this long, I would have so much stuff to discuss. I would have like this massive list and I don't. I've got a few things, a few big things, but not a, not a ton. So um, <laughs> I recently remodded my Qui-Gon Jinn, which is how it's properly pronounced. And we'll get into that a little bit later because we're going to talk about these Omicron variants of the characters. And we're going yeah. to... I'll, I'll just talk about... I'll talk more about him whenever we get to that point. Because we'll talk about some variations on how that may change. Modding, that sort of stuff. Um, I took Dark Trooper from, like, Gear 10 to Relic 6! So he's pretty baller now. Yes, I got Moff Gideon to relic. How cool three. is that character? He's awesome. The two of them together, Gideon and Dark Trooper. Oh, yes. Now, we were talking about this earlier today. That you now have. You will get to my week, my three weeks in a second. But my uh, trooper team is done. Yeah. And I run the the Stark, Veers, Gideon, Piet, Dark Trooper one, mm-hmm. just like you. Uh, it's nasty. You said you've been trying lately, and it is so. Fun. Yeah. 
I, I, I love it. So I drop range and death trooper. Um, I'm have to find a way to put range back on there because I think he's just f- freaking nasty. Um, and then figure out how to how to work that squad going forward because I now have the ultimate on Lord Vader. I don't remember if I had that last time, but um, the the one thing that I that I really need to work out is how to adjust that kind of next Empire team with Lord Vader, just because characters like you know Piet and Death Trooper can be pretty good with him but they're also pretty amazing with troopers but now I've got Gideon Dark Trooper so I need to figure out how to coordinate all these Imperial Troopers and I haven't really done that yet um so that's something I'll be kind of focusing in on as I go forward with my roster um but the other thing I did was I took uh Cal Catern to gear 10 because well, and put really good mods on him because he can be 100% useful at gear 10. Thank you Mon Mothma. Her her stat sharing where they spread out the, you know, health and the defense and the offense, all those stats that they share actually makes, you know, characters like Pow and uh Kyle really usable and really good with that squad so um i i have effectively moved him in for besten who is not particularly he's good i have him at relic six so he's a good character in that squad he's just not necessarily amazing due to the uh he's just meh, of uh, of the kit uh kyle adds so much more so uh, i think that was a worthy exchange on that squad going forward Um, and the other thing, my GP is currently sitting at 7,999,990. I am 10 GP away from 8 million GP, (laughs) and I will break that tonight because I have some mats to spend, which we'll get to later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually crazy that, uh, that's crazy. Nuts. Not so indeed. I heard that I apparently I could get to seven million if I uh started. So I'm now at six. We'll kind of talk about this more with the state of the galaxy because these numbers are actually important now. Indeed they are. But I'm at uh I'm at six point five seven million uh GP. And apparently if I were to ever gear the massive amount of gear one characters that I have, I might actually be able to hit the Kyber one numbers. Right. And there's actually a benefit to that now, which obviously will. Yeah, exactly. That's a funny, that's a crazy part, right? Like for the the longest time I've kept my roster, I've felt bad that I played this long and I have a lower GP than most people, but mostly because everything on my roster is usable, right? It's not, there's nothing sitting at gear eight and gear nine, or at least not a lot that I would never use. Right. So whenever I was getting in GACs and stuff, when I remembered to play it, I had better matchups. But now the you get you get more for um, having that higher GP, which is something right. we talked about for a long time about why would you want why would you be rewarded for not gearing characters in a collection game? You know. So this will be good. That's a fair question. Um. You have a massive list here of stuff that you did. 
I got a few things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Save the list. It's it's. That's why I wanted to say first off, just because of the fact that this list is so long, that I do feel that the changes to core gear pieces have actually really helped the game within with the with getting to relics. Totally. Agree. Like uh, I, I'm on my list here, I have one, two, three, four, five, five new characters at relic levels, as well as new relic levels on characters, just from you know two and a half weeks. Uh, off of the podcast so um real quick thing i wanted to say was how nice we're uh getting those double drops the double I drops have, were pretty awesome hell i totally forgot I, about that i have so much signal data right now that i'm sitting pretty for the at least for the next two weeks when i get into what i'm doing Ooh. got a lot of signal data i'm really happy with that i like it um so yeah, big awesome. We got right through that. Uh, the what? What was it? Six year anniversary? Uh, six years, right? Twenty seventeen. I, I believe so. I think the I game came out in fifteen. Yeah, six. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So okay, the first full year was twenty sixteen. Um, yeah. So pretty awesome to have that comes around with all those extra gifts and stuff, and including. I hate to keep talking about these things, but these free calendars they're giving out. <laughs> really cool. I'll take every one. Wow. That, uh, the anniversary one they gave out had so much good stuff on it. Yep. Solid. Like, I, I think that is that a was great a way to give out free stuff. Um, you know, it kind of incentivizes you to keep logging in. It allows them to maybe put in a little bit better stuff towards the end of that calendar to make everybody log in. So, Creates incentive while also still giving you free stuff to people who do play every day rather than logging in once, getting it, and being done. You know, it's I think that's pretty beneficial for both sides, for regular players and, you know, them to kind of incentivize. So, Yeah, that's I, that day 35 Omicrons. I'm looking right at it. Want them. That'll be awesome. Uh also cool, they gave away... What's weird is, and I'm uh, Elton says this. I don't know how much of this is my week. I guess I just kind of figured this out. Ooh, I hadn't I noticed those uh, Omnicrons down there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the They gave away another free calendar to start December. They But they gave two of them, and we found out for the first time that you can only have three calendars active at a time. They gave two of them. There was one that was bomber shards. And then there's another one in there. That's Mark four Cheetah comlink salvage specific. So, um, I picked the bomber one cause I don't have bomber at seven stars. Holy crap. But when I, I did not know that. Yeah. So like if I click, Look at my screen. I'll bring it up on the stream for everybody out there that doesn't know what I'm talking about. There's another bonus calendar here. It says Mark IV Cheetah Comlink. When I clicked on this to collect this one too, I got this pop-up. Calendar limit reached. Okay, so I've got I've got the the Comlink one up. Sc- scroll back through there again so I can kind of see what rewards are on there. Okay, that's almost entirely... It's all ship, it's all material ship and crap you have, but the uh, you get 24, 27 bomber shards, which I need. So. so go to my screen and look at these, the, the comlink and the stun cuffs. 
I didn't know I had stum cuffs. Jeez, Th- that's this a thing, lot of gear there. This is insane. So here, let me go. Twenty. Yeah, so I because I couldn't look. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah, that thing's crazy. I might just switch over and forget the bomber shards. Yeah, these these calendars free. That uh, you're exactly right, though. It, it they these calendars have incentivized playing the game every day, and you actually end up getting really good. So rewards I, I didn't so. count the stun cuffs; I just counted the comlinks. For logging in for thirty days, you get two hundred comlink salvage. Two hundred, and that's the Mark Four one. Yes, yeah, so if I'm looking here on mine where I can pick click, it says this 31 del- calendar includes 200 pieces of cheetah oh, okay, comlink, yeah, yeah. 50 Zerka stun cuffs, and three million credits. That is that's pretty crazy. Amazing. I'm always like I feel like I'm always running out of the comlinks. Very often I am having to farm those things. So to me, that one is freaking amazing. I will take that shit all day long. I can't believe 100%. I didn't notice there were two calendars, though. I wonder if it didn't pop the other one up because my bomber's finished. That could be very well, because I think the only people that are would be complaining about missing the bomber one is that they don't have it. So, Indeed. I had to restart my game, but I can talk cool. about what I got anyway. Dude, I, I really um, like that. I hope they keep doing that going forward, like have a... A monthly free calendar that you pick? Yeah, like a farm calendar and then like a gear calendar. That that would be super cool. I like it. I like what they did with this calendar. I totally agree, 100%. You know, it really interesting is if they threw in back in the crystal sub that you buy, so you really have to make a decision. Dude. Because if there's... Here's, here's the crazy thing. Like, almost all of these calendars, I would rather have than the Crystal Sub. Like, if I was going to spend 10 bucks on one, I'd rather spend mm-hmm. 10 bucks on this than the old Crystal on Sub. The, on the gear one? Yeah, that's massive. Like... Definitely worth 10 bucks. Uh, Let's not say that too loud. They might not give it as free. No, that's... that's <laughs> but fine. it is definitely good value, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, what I did this the past few weeks, I finished off my Imperial Troopers team. So, that included... Colonel Stark, General Veers, and Piet. Um, Damn. So then I decided, you know what? What team do I want to gear now next? Well, I'm I'm farming Bad Batch, so why don't I start working up them, right? So I started with Hunter. I started gearing him up until he needed uh, Kairos, and then I stopped there. So he, I got him to gear nine, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work on the other requirements for Lord Vader since I'll have all the requirements by the time these guys are done, right? So that included bringing up uh, Count Dooku to Relic level. Nice. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin to Relic level. And those are the Relic levels I got to in the past couple of weeks. I so like that's it. the five you got, right? But then I realized um, that that left me with only five people left to gear for Sith Eternal Emperor. And I already have all the requirements. Plus the Relic levels are lower for Sith Eternal Emperor than they are for Lord Vader, obviously. Right. So I totally switched it up. I am now going for Lord or Sith Eternal Emperor right now. And uh, that's why my I went took Vader to Relic 7 because that's a requirement. I took Stark and Veers to Relic 3 because that's a requirement. And I haven't started <clears throat> finishing off the other ones, but I have the signal data to finish off the rest of them. And... Uh, <clears throat> 
yeah, so that's that's the play now. Darth Sidious sitting at gear 12. Didn't think I'd ever gear him. Well, I did once Sith Eternal Emperor came out. I knew I'd go for him eventually, but it's just weird to see Sith Darth Sidious as a as a focus uh, favorite on my roster. So that's... But hey, more Sith. Can't go wrong with more Sith to use. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, especially as... As many as they're getting in here, there are so many different variations you can go with. Same with Empire now. If you have mm-hmm. Lord Vader, it's it's pretty crazy. Drew asks, what relic did you stop at Troopers? Uh, I didn't take them very far. I just took all of them to Relic 1, and then when I realized I was going to go for C, I took Veers and Stark to Relic 3. Um, they've been working with it pretty well for me. I haven't had any problems with them lately or yet, so... I'll probably move them up once I'm done doing Sith Eternal Emperor, but for now they're all Relic One besides Fears and Stark. So cool. Yep, that's been my week, man, and it's crazy. This all the gear we're getting from these new, um, from the new challenges, from the end of the finishing all your dailies box, just pretty much everywhere that they've added gear to ease this gear crunch has been perfect. I did. You probably won't hear me complain about uh, stun guns anymore. And in fact, I'm almost sure you won't. So that'll turn into Kairos eventually. But for now, they're not that bad either. They're just the ones you... The one piece of gear that you definitely have to farm. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's been my week. A couple weeks. All right, dude. And on those characters. I'll ask a very important question. Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. I well am having something that you had the other night, ironically. Um, <laughs> yes, it's so odd. How was it? Um, Well, like I said, when I had mine, it had been op- uncorked and opened in the fridge for six days. So mine was a little flat. But... Uh, it was good. Still very good. All right. It um, was good. I am having podcast favorite. It, I mean, I have talked about this <laughs> wine. I don't know how many times on this podcast. It is the Dark Horse Cabernet. It is delicious, um, but cost effective. They're like seven bucks a bottle, and it is it's so freaking good. Um, it's kind of my go-to wine just because it is so cheap and delicious and just big fan big huge fan so yeah that's what i am having what about you senor well i'll just say this i remember drinking so the bottle i had on wednesday and the reason it sat there so long is because my brother brought it for thanksgiving when i had thanksgiving in my house and uh i remember when i drank it all i could think to myself is i've seen this and heard of it so many times before, but I have no idea how. So that's <laughs> nice. I, I'm glad I that mystery has been solved. I am drinking. Uh, first, I, first off, I'd like to say this. I'm so glad that beer companies are getting into the sour beer craze because I oh, love yeah. sour beer. You're a big fan. And New Belgium, maker of Fat Tire, one of their most popular beers. That's a good beer. Tire. I like Fat Tire. I found this today when I was at the grocery store. It's called New Belgium's Dominga. It's a mimosa sour. And I mimosa won't, well, I won't sour. say it's 
I won't say it's my favorite sour. I will say it's drinkable, and I'm drinking. So I think it's the fact I'm just not a big orange guy. I get. I don't think so. Oh, oh, the way you were talking about it, and then you're like, um, no, nope. it's drinkable. That's not the yeah. word I was expecting. Um, I was expecting, <laughs> but it's still good. No, 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 no. It's not so good. It's drinkable. It's drinkable. If I were, if I, when I rate this on my. Uh, untapped later it's going to be like a, a maybe a 3.75 out of five okay so. i got you i got you i need to da- re-download it. that's a great app by the way i love it because there's so many times i'm like have i had this beer before and yep. did i like it and then you can go in and search your beer ratings oh, and be like yep idea. that was that was crap not getting that that's what i need so. to do anyway um I forgot one other thing that I had before the podcast, which you might be able to tell is I had some coffee. Shout out to Ruski's and Ojo's Coffee for sending me some coffee. Um, I finally recently had to order a coffee bean grinder. Sent me some beans. And this is the first time I've ever, like, ground my own beans for the coffee. Dude, it's a whole nother world. It so is strong. Whole so world. delicious. Man. This is damn good cup of coffee and i'm like i'm ready to go man it's pretty exciting um you i know when i saw you on discord with the little green dot at like 7 30 i was like oh he's ready to go he's awake <laughs> he's he's, oh, he's yeah. good yep yep ready to go baby um all right let's i mean speaking of drinks man it's time it's time to party Even mod, like, Hashtag do you even mod, bro? <laughs> oh my god, mind blown. So with three weeks off, you might expect that uh we have a little bit of mod slicing this week. <laughs> oh do we? Um so oh, do we yeah. We're gonna do some uh mod fiesta. And if you haven't been on the Discord, Discord dot uh, is it me? Why it's Discord dot me slash shattered order, <laughs> folks. I say it every on. week and I forgot it. <laughs> Anyways, I posted about eight mods I got today that are eligible for this today because they're that good. So we got some got some good stuff going on. Indeed. Let me find your account here. All right. All right. There you go. You're up on the screen. I- I'm up first. All right, ma'am. It's all you, my man. So I got these mods on Dark Trooper. I'm thinking about... Oops, that's not what I meant to do. Um, I'm thinking about slicing some up on Dark Trooper, but I need to go and see what other mods I've been working on and see if any of those need to need to go up any. Um, I don't think I have any 20-plus speeds that are green or anything no all right did you finish all your vader ones uh vader vader i don't remember i don't know if those are a top of your priority list but i remember we were working on those last time okay i will go check vader here in one second some of these are pretty good but i'm not sure that they are slice worthy tonight Ooh, look at the health on that. 8%. That's, that is nasty. Oh, smokes. <laughs> uh, that that's is a 
offense set square and it has 12 speed and 8% health as secondary is freaking bonkers. Um, all right. So who'd you say was it? Uh, Lord Vader or Darth Vader? Lord Vader. I think we were. Let's go check. Oh yeah. That one has some offense. Okay. Mod. Okay. Okay. I don't love any of these. This one, I think, is probably one I was planning on slicing because of that offense. I think I can find a better option, though. Let me go check Darth yeah, probably. Vader. See what we can find here. Um, uh, that's a good mod. No need in slicing that, though. Yeah, my Darth Vader got really good mods. Um, all right, so let's go back. How about this? While you find one, all I will do the Treya and uh, Gamgard mod. All right. I like it. Let's do it. So I'm going to go attack my unicorns. Yeah, get those unicorns. You know what? I might do a unicorn too. All right. Let's go find Sith. We'll find Treya. Find that mod. All right. It was this square, I believe. Prime Force says Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon what? What about him? That's your guy? That's your boy? All right. Uh, so we're looking at 23 speed, offense primary, one hit of offense. Or no hits of offense. So let's see if we can get some offense here. Ooh, I like that. Just double dipped offense. Man, flat defense or offense are going to be great hits. All right, we got the flat defense. Okay, flat defense, that's pretty good. And of course it hits potency. That's, yeah, that's not what we wanted. Man, if any of those had hit offense, that'd have been yeah. awesome. But damn, that's it's okay. I, the mod's still freaking ridiculous, but not as have, ridiculous yeah. as it could have been. I know you have some mods that can be improved there on Gar Saxon. I don't think I have oh, mods yeah. on Gar Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't. I don't even think I have gear on Gar Saxon. <laughs> Hold on a second. I think he's one of those guys sitting at gear one. Um, I could. You said it was Gamgard that you had your other unicorn on, right? Oh, Gamgard, wow. Yep. Yeah, you literally. Hey, you do actually have a few pieces of gear on Saxon. So. I do. Nice. He's a. Uh... Oh, he's got four mods on him. Woo. Those could definitely, <laughs> definitely nice. be approved. That's funny. Um, all right. Where's the. Where's that Gamgard? All righty, let's see what uh, Mr. Gamgard has. I can't remember what mod was on there. I remember. It was double protection. Oh, that's right. That's right. The pro- Yeah, I remember Which that. is probably partly why my Gamgard is in the top 10. Not, yeah, that not that this funny. is a Not that this is a point of uh, pride there, but he's in the top 10 of protection. All right. Let, yeah, because there you go. 24 protection here. Come on, hits protection, on. baby. Let's go protection. Ugh. Oh, not crit chance. That's literally the worst stat on there. Yeah, I just want those top two. Come on. Oh, more no! What is this? I don't oh even know if I want to hit God. it one more time. You have to. I'm afraid. You All right, here to. we go. Come on. Defense. All right. Well, it's still... 30% disappointment, but right. uh, both of those have been disappointing. All right, we'll go back okay. to you. Go, go to me. And so I got this mod on dark trooper. 
It's eight and a half percent offense. It's square. It's got, uh, let's see, 3.6% secondary offense, 4.7% protection, flat defense, and then some tenacity. Um, it doesn't have speed, but it's double percent offense. So let's see what happens. We're going to slice this bad boy to the moon and hope for good things. Here we go. Let's go. Flat Some defense. Flat defense. Nine flat defense. Not not particularly great. Boom! There we Holy go. Eighty-six percent. Yeah, point eight six percent. Not not amazing, but I, I'll certainly take it. All sure. right. Tenacity. Yeah. All right. Last hit. Here we go, baby. Yeah, get you some. One point six five percent. Dude, okay, that's a massive mod. So this mod is a eight and a half percent offense primary with six point eleven percent secondary offense. So that's so this sturdy. thing that is, is a fourteen point six one percent offense. That's awesome. I, I love will, the unicorn mod. I love the unicorn mod. That is that is great for a character like you know Dark Trooper who likes some. Like some, like some, some fat, offense? nasty offense. For sure. Let's see here. Trend. I remember all these mods were pretty good candidates to slice. You know what? Let's do this uh, crit damage primary. It's got 23 secondary speed. It's tapped out. But it has 1.4% uh, secondary offense. With one hit, I would like to get some good hits out of that. So let's let's hit this bad boy and see what happens. Offense, offense. Boo! Not uh, flat health. No, not flat health again. Good max, lord! You maxed out flat health on that mod. That's actually uh, crazy. God, that sucks. And by All crazy, right. I mean painful. Let's see. Which one of these should I do? Should I do that? Sur- I, I think that's the one I should do. So this is an offense set health primary. It has three hits of 15 speed. So that's a pretty good average. Five, five speed mm-hmm. per hit. And then uh, just over 1% offense. So this... And it also has flat offense that's hit three times. So all the stats here are pretty good. So let's see what happens. One and a half percent offense. I will take it. Let's nice. go. Gotta love it. Oh yeah. Point nine three percent offense. Holy crap, dude. Alright, we're looking good. Forty nine flat offense. Not exactly what I wanted. Alright, here we go. Last hit. Speed or op- speed or percent offense, baby. Come on. Not protection. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So it ended up with 4.66% protection, 165 flat offense, 15 speed, 3.5% offense. So it's a pretty good mod, but not as good as it could have been. Um, I think that's all I want to do on Dark Trooper right now. Do you have anything ready to go that you want to? I got a mod here on, on Cat. That I want to do. Ooh, the Saucy Kitty. So my Saucy Kitty's mods are almost, almost finished. 
Um, okay. But there's one here that I like. So it's a health that's, cross that's a offense primary, four hits of speed at 20. It's got two hits of flat defense of 5.6%. The other stats are crit chance and protection. So I want to see if I can get that to uh, hit speed one more time. Switch screens. Uh, okay, yeah, it's fixed now. All right, here we go. Flat defense, uh, which it, is not the best thing. Not the it, worst that could have hit there, so. It was the second best stat there, so. Yeah, and it got two, what, eight, two point six percent it said, so. Yeah, that's pretty good. That might be one of my highest defense ones now. You'll happily um, take it. Sir. All right, so I, I'm still scrolling through my mods trying to find something like Mod Al Fiesta worthy. I'm going to struggling to find stuff well let's hit some of those ones that i got today then. you you've got some great candidates ready to go so hell yeah man let's do it all right let's see let's filter by secondary speed it's sorted by secondary speed all right so <laughs> we've got this guy which is a protection primary seems okay circle uh four hits of 20 speed it's got secondary defense presents that's at 5e so 21 speed at 60 true true yeah so we're looking at 21 speed four hits uh tenacity percentage defense percentage and flat protection so let's see if we can get that last hit of speed okay some tenacity, some two and a half percent defense. That's this will be pretty the good. last one I can do on this. So let's more tenacity. Nah, nine point eight percent tenacity. This is nuts. All right. Well, it's very tenacious. I don't know if I want to do that one just yet. Let's see here. We got a nineteen speed. Hmm. Hmm. I feel the same way. I'm. All right. So this one is a protection. Another uh, health set protection primary. This one has 19 speed, six percent flat or six percent defense percent. Uh, crit chance and potency are the other two. All right. So another three percent defense. That's that's fat. I like it. And some potency, and finally, Ah, man. All right. Um, I've got one that I for sure want to do. All right, let's flip over. All right, there you go. All right, so this is a health primary triangle defense set. But it has 36 flat defense, almost 6% secondary defense, and 16 speed, and then 6% tenacity. So this has a 75% chance of just getting much better. So let's see what happens. This is the final slice. 
the final slice down. Of course, tenacity. it's effing tenacity. <laughs> Good God. Oh. Boo. Yeah. Boo, indeed. Terrible. Let's see. I'm going to filter by speed and oh speed and offense percent see if see what i can find here um i'm sure i've got some of those that are just waiting to be sliced up here's a question for you a a potency primary cross with a primary stat of protection who would that even use that dooku because he has, yeah, because he has pretty high base potency, so he may not need the extra, but he could use it from a set, and he benefits massively from protection. That's really the only character that really comes to mind, though. Um, well, I need to remind mod mine now that he's a uh, relic. Relic. Yeah. So I might, I'm gonna slice that one next. Here, we'll do that while you're looking. Uh, so this is the mod, one of the mods I got today. It is, like I said, a tenacity set, primary cross of protection. Uh, it has health percentage, offense percentage, and off flat offense and speed. Four hits at 17. Okay. That's Interesting good. enough, offense has hit once and is still only at 0.65. No, it's hit twice. So, yeah, so it's hit twice and it's at 0. 0.65. Yeah. That's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's hit this and see if we can get some offense percentage or speed. Some 0.87 offense percentage. We'll go for one more. Uh, flat offense, and that's of where we have to stop. Well, 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 well. Hmm. Let's see here. All right, so I'm going to try to find some protection primaries. I feel like I I got a couple good protection primaries this week that could end up getting way better. Um, I just can't find them. Man, none of these are really jumping off the page at me. Uh, those are all kind of disappointing, to be perfectly honest. Man, you would think it would be so much easier to find, um, like, really solid, sliceable mods, but I'm struggling tonight, man. Um, <laughs> what was I going to do? Offense percent and speed as secondaries. I'm going to get those. That's what I'm going to look for. Is that what I did? Oh, that's primary stat. Nope. Well, I got another one here that we can hit twice. Okay. It is a tenacity set health cross with 15 speed on three hits, uh, 2.41% offense on two hits, uh, and it has also has two hits of protection percentage and no hits on flat offense. Okay. So, honestly, it doesn't feel like there's a bad stat there. Obviously, there's the ones we want, but... Right. 
So we got another percentage of offense. That's really good. Let's see if we can't hit percentage of offense again. Nice. Up to four. I just smacked my mic. Sorry, everyone. Especially if you have headphones. Uh, four and a half percent offense basically now on that mod. That's pretty good. Not that is pretty good. Shabby. Um, All right, you're up. I got you. I don't know if I want to do that mod or not. That's a pretty good mod. Let's do this one. Um, so it's a health set cross. Mm-hmm. Protection primary. I'm about to slice it to 6E. And it has 20 speed, 1.42% secondary offense. With some flat health and some potency. So I think this is a pretty good mod slice up. It could hit 25, 26 speed. Ooh, I That's do hard like to go that. wrong. That is a good one. So let's go. Potency. Bummer. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, there we go, baby. Oh, and it's a six. Damn. Six speed. That takes that thing to 26 speed on that protection primary. Oof, that's huge. Gotta say, not mad about it. Who's not that on? Not mad about it at See? all. That is, that's on, yeah, Sith Eternal Emperor currently. Nice. Hell yeah. Um... All right, so I sorted by looking for mods with secondary speed and percent offense just to kind of give me some upside. Um, let's see. Let's go over here. Go some left side mods. CLS mods, okay. That mods, that's a pretty good mod. Um... I've got all these mods that are like pretty good, but not not so sure about slicing them. Um, some of them I just kind of wish they had a little bit higher percentage of. Yeah, I'm looking at a mod right hits. now. I, I searched for speed and offense, and the offense on it hit twice, and it's at 0.75. Right, right, yeah. It's, like, it's so frustrating. On, um. No, I don't want to do any of those. Well, okay. Here, I'm just going to sort by speed, and we're just going to... I'm just going to speed fish. That's, I got two more that I can take from E to D, and I've got two in mine. One is 20 speed, and the other I just found. <coughs> Let's see here. I'm just looking for mods to. Mm, no, don't want to do that one. Ooh, that ain't bad. This beer's making me burp over and over. I don't like it. That's not good at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like making the goofiest faces, I'm guessing. Let's see. I'm trying to find one of these mods I think would really just hit the spot. I'd like to find a 20. Come on, half 20. Tempting. That one's... Yeah, no. Just 
Speed Man, some of these are so good, and it's like they're really borderline. But it's just like they're on. Do you have characters. any with I'm speed like, and defense percentage? Did you sort by that? Uh, I did not sort by that. That was a good question, though. That's kind of an interesting mod. Is that 19 speed? Ah, I don't have slicing material, or I would. Ooh. So th this mod on uh, Biston has 0.83% secondary offense on two hits, 19 speed on four hits, but it's 5e. So that'll obviously jump up considerably to 2.4% offense and 20 speed. Um, I need to slice that up, but that is a mod to consider in the future. Um, what what were you asking about? What do you think I should search by? Defense percentage and speed. There was anything. Let's see here. All right, let's see what I got. That's it's got some hits left on it. Twenty one. One of Veers isn't bad. Let, let's do this one. Uh, so this one on Veers is a tenacity set cross, but it's an offense primary, 21 speed, 6% defense. Let's see what happens. Flat protection. Boo. <laughs> Come on. Again. Flat offense. Just disappointment <laughs> yeah, across the wanted. board. Unbelievable. That one's not bad. Hold on, I gotta figure something out. Let me get this. What guy. do you gotta figure out? I'm gonna pet this dude. Maybe that'll bring us some good luck. If you can well, see who what it is. is that dude? Oh, he'll be see through. You can see him. Oh, nice. I like it. Little Grogu. Uh, Come on, buddy. Bring us some lug. Yep. Come All on, right. buddy. This is Grogu. Um, hmm. All right. I'm going to do this one that's on Gideon. 20 speed, 4 hits, 2.42% secondary defense, flat 78 offense, uh, health set, crit damage primary. Let's go. Defense hit. That's good. All right. Well, that's one of Flat the ones we wanted. Let's is go. not good. Grogu. Come on. Man. There we go. Five speed. It? 25 speed on a crit damage primary with 5.62% defense. Nice. Maybe Grogu not was mad there. at all. Maybe Grogu was doing well. And I yelled at him. What? How? I'm sorry, dude. You be nice to Grogu, man. I'm sorry, Grogu. Um... Good lord, here we go. I'm trying to find... I got a couple more slices left. What do we got in the tank? Hmm. I think I'm going to find something with like 17 speed. Oh, the, oh my god. Why? What the heck? Why have I not done... Th this is a protection primary. Oh, that is all good stats. 5e... Crit damage set, 17 speed on three hits, but it's 5e. It would be 18. I still have the chance at a perfect mod. You do. That's nuts. Oh my God. What, what is, what am I doing? D 
do I even mod, bro? <laughs> oh, here we go. This is a good. This on Cad Bane, but this is gonna have to move. Sixteen speed, three hits. Five point three two percent defense, two hits. Two point five six percent health. Flat defense. It is a crit damage set square. This. All these secondaries are great, so let's do it. I I should be able to take this thing to purple, so let's see what happens. Let's Whose go. screen you got up? Yours is up. Oh, that looks like you just got something nice. Yeah, that'll be the one I'm uh one of my last two slices there. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see what happens. Flat defense for sixteen. Come on, baby. Flat defense for ten. And percent health for 1.85. Damn it! Damn it. Should I bring back Grogu? Maybe you should bring back Grogu. Right, Grogu. He's sitting on the desk with me. But I'm not mad about that flat defense on a crit damage mod, but ugh, just not what I was wanting. All right, come on, little Grogu. Give us some good luck, because this is a pretty solid mod. This is a diamond. It's a health set obviously a defense primary because it's diamond but 4.53 percent secondary offense three hits 14 speed three hits flat health percent health let's go all right i can only hit it once let's make it a good one here rub the grogu for luck percent health one percent I haven't been using the buzzer all night. I know. So well, far, far let's hope you don't have to on my next one. <laughs> uh, yeah, no joke. I don't want the buzzer. All right. This is, uh, where is that one? This is my other 20 speed that I want to. Oh, my God. 21 speed, health primary, circle, health set. Let's go. Really only has yeah, let's let's do it. I just want that speed. I'm speed fishing on this one. Come on. Then you got tenacity. Damn it. Boo Freaking buzzer. Alright. Well we didn't have great luck tonight, but we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> I it's always fun. It's always fun. I love gambling. Yeah, exactly. But, ugh. Oh well. Well, we'll see what happens next sometimes time. Sometimes you win. Sometimes whatever that was happens. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. Oh, well. <laughs> um, What's with the tenacity? Yeah, I know. Today was tenacity night. Yeah. And we showed a lot of tenacity, continuing to <laughs> slice mods that were not doing what we needed them to. Yes, crap. Yeah, I think Joker's right. I think... Uh... I think we need joker as good luck see here's the thing joker if you come on and we have really bad luck then the narrative shifts That's from true. you being bad luck to you being bad luck so you, you might want to it might still be better to stay ahead that's true <laughs> i still to be on the show again true that's that, that's those are facts yeah yeah, yeah. win-win to me yeah exactly all right well you know what we we haven't had any guests in a while so might have to. All right, dude. Um, let's uh, 
Let's move along to. I have to think of the right sound of this. When you um, get this, here we go. I'll be right back. Strong with us. This update is young Padawans. Alrighty, we're going to talk about the Omicron variants of characters. Um, so these are all the characters that have caught the Omicron variant. It is Captain Phasma, it is Chief Nebit, it is Rose Tico, it is Zam Wessel, it is Qui-Gon Jinn, and, of course, uh, Rebel Officer Leia Organa. They're, those are the ones we're kind of going to kind of talk about it god the words are not working um there's some other options we have the boba fett which we've already talked about we have dash render who we've talked about we have kyle Cattern and darth talon um we finally got some midriff in the game which is kind of exciting i'm digging darth talon didn't know who she was big fan she, uh, she's she a twi'lek has a, she has tendrils she may not be blue but i figured she was right up your alley that's all right that's all right I, I will take my Twilight midriff wherever I can get it. Um, Where's midriff Padme? Couldn't have her before. Suddenly, where is midriff Padme? Darth Talon. It's, it's it's ridiculous. I, I I want my Padme with midriff, but you know they're like not on humans. Aliens, totally fine. <laughs> that's fine though. I'm I'm into aliens too, man. Will she be good with Lord Vader? Yeah, that's probably why they'd bring her. Yeah. The extra added bonus to uh, Lord Vader. Mm, yep. So, mm. Omicron so far have come in three variants, three t- three game modes that these have been added for. Excuse the me. Omicron variants, yes, even has variants. There are variants to the Omicron. So, is it exactly. Omicron? Okay, I gotta go look this up because you keep saying Omnicron and I keep saying Omicron, and I don't know what. I have not said Omnicron once. <laughs> what do you, have you said? I say, no, I say Omnicron. Oh, say sorry, Omnicron. You're putting an N in there, and I don't think there's an N. That's what I'm saying. Is there not? No, I don't think there is. But I'm going to go look just to make sure I'm not saying it wrong. I, I could have swore there was an N in there. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. You can say it how you want. I say Kaigon Jin. No, no, no. I want to pronounce things correctly, unlike you. (laughs) So if I'm wrong, please point it out and I will change my ways happily. Unless you're one of those assholes that thinks it's caramel. It's not. It's caramel. We've been over this. (laughs) I call it caramel. Yeah. All right. Here it is. Whoa. whoa, whoa. You call it caramel? Yeah, I call it caramel. Wow. There's an A in there. Okay. You got to pronounce it. I agree, but you say we'll get to that character in a second but it is it's omicron okay interesting yeah crazy right i kept looking at it i'm like there should seems like there should be an in in there but there's not yeah. good thing i didn't ask my uh, wife cuz uh you know not frat what's the other one sorority they know all the greek letters isn't omicron a or omicron yeah. a uh, greek letter yeah it is a Greek alphabet thing. No. I've never said it around her. She would probably go nuts. Yeah, probably. Um, all right. So, anyways, there were three variants of the Om- Omicron, and that is the Territory War version, Grand Arena version, okay. and the Territory Battle version. And the I like it. I'd just like to throw this out there with the changes we're going to talk about in the last part of the show. That 
GAC variant is going to be very valuable soon. So, hmm, so we're not going to talk about that one first. <laughs> we're going to talk about the two territory war uh, Omicrons that have come out so far, and that is Captain Phasma and Chief Nebit. So, all right. So I have actually yet to look at. Uh... The Chiefs, but I have looked at Phasma's. Bro. It's nasty. I love the Phasma one. It is crazy good. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and start with Nebit because I don't think there's going to be much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go ahead and read it off. This is a leader ability, and it adds in territory wars. When a Jawa ally deals damage to an enemy, they dispel all buffs on that enemy. For every buff dispelled, that enemy is inflicted with a thermal detonator for two turns, which cannot be dispelled, prevented, or resisted. When an enemy takes damage from a thermal detonator, Jawa allies recover 5% health and protection, gain 5% turn meter, and there is a 50% chance that that enemy is inflicted with a thermal detonator for two turns, which can't be dispelled, prevented, or resisted. So, half the time when they take damage from a thermal detonator, they're going to get a thermal detonator put right back on it. It's all. It's, That's it's very cool. reminiscent of like a... A discount Lord Vader dot renewal. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Yep. Um, so this is actually pretty cool. I, I don't I don't know what I would use it for in Territory War, but I feel like it could be terribly annoying if it came if across cost, and was like, I'm going to go smash it, these Jawas, and you don't. Or using them on offense against any team you find that is buff-based. Because every right. time they attack, they're taking away your buffs and giving you a thermal detonator in return that has a 50% chance to come back. So I think it's an awesome Omicron. The only problem I have is for it to be useful for me, I would have to gear my Jawas. So that's the only reason it's not an option for me. Yep. But I think it's a good one. I think it, yep. this reminds me a lot. I, I'm kind of curious if is this what makes the Jawas so crazy in Conquest? Do they have this in that? Because when you fight a team of Jawas in Conquest, they are surprisingly obnoxious, like really bad. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, man. Yeah, they're they're ridiculous. All right, let's uh, let's move along, Captain Phasma. You want to read Phasmas? Sure. First, I would like to read uh, Drew's message in chat. I watched episodes 7, 8, and 9 over the last two weeks. Man, did they waste Phasma as a character to be something cool in the movies. Here, I've said this. Me and uh, the elephant in the room have this conversation about anytime these movies get brought up and we talk in depth on them. Phasma is the new trilogy's Boba Fett. I think she's awesome. I've read her backstory book, so I have a vested interest in Phasma, and she looked like garbage in the movies it's it just makes me sad if they came out with a phasma movie or tv show episode seven i'd be super stoked she was pretty awesome but that's that's why that's why this is even a conversation because she was so exciting you were like excited to see what happens with her after episode seven and then episode eight just takes a fat shit on her and right, like she, done. she was she was built up before the move, first movie even came out as like this intimidating like super badass stormtrooper. She's got the coolest right, armor so. you've ever seen. Like 
She is awesome. And if you, for anyone listening to this who's read the book, you know her backstory and how freaking ridiculously badass she is. And yeah, so I'm with you, Drew. I'm totally wasted character. Definitely the Boba Fett of the new, the new trilogy. But yep, that doesn't that. mean she has to be bad in the game. And she's had a time in the beginnings of this game and with this Omicron in Territory Wars, there's now a chance for that to be even better or bring her back to her once great position. Now, this is red. Okay, changes are marked in red. I'm like, the other one had changes marked in green, so I was confused. Um, yeah. I'm going to bring up her leader because it says there are changes to her leader ability with the Omicron, not just adding the... But I don't think that's true. I think it's just the territory it's, war part. Yeah, it's just the territory war. All right. They completely reword it, though. It's like it takes over the leader ability. All right, so, so I will say this before I read it. When these first started coming out, I really wanted this just because I love Phasma that much. And I have her geared because of Slicker. Totally agree. 100%. But it says, while in Territory Wars, additional 10% chance to call a random ally to assist. That gives it uh, up to 30% chance. Captain Phasma has plus 100 speed. And whenever a First Order ally attacks out of turn, First Order allies recover 5% health and protection. Whenever a First Order ally gains advantage, they also gain 10% offense stacking for the rest of the battle, and all First Order allies gain 7.5% turn meter. Let me just revisit the leader ability where it says um, uh, First Order allies gain advantage for two turns at the start of each encounter. Also, whenever an ally attacks, they have a 20% chance. There's another part in her kit that gives advantage. If that ally had advantage, they regain it for two turns. There it is. Yeah, so there's a lot of advantage going out on this team. And that's a lot of stacking offense, 10% for each time they gain. Especially on a character like First Order TIE Fighter Pilot, who attacks so often... He's, he gets foresight. He's hard to hit. He always has advantage. He's always hitting. Like, there's so much awesome stuff going on with that kit. I want to put the Omni... Uh, I want to put the... Is it Ome or Ami? Ame. Ome or Ami? Ami? <laughs> Omicron? Omicron. I want to put the Omicron... I'm going to say Omicron. I don't like Omicron. <laughs> I'm, I want to put the Omicron on Phasma just for the fact of how nasty first order tie fire pilot would be in this squad with all of the attacking out of turn stacking offense it's just absolutely insanity and, and the other thing i like is the plus harps plus 100 speed you can get phasma realistically to mid 250s already boost her 100 speed 350 not unreasonable first the First thing is give everyone 50% Termir, which gets everyone going at that speed. She's, she would be a speed-based character to set up a turn order type squad in Territory War. It could be very difficult to deal with if you're not using Galactic Legend, which is going to be about the only thing that will be faster than Phasma in Territory War with this. It's That's, pretty awesome. That is a good point because it's hard. It's it's one of those things that people forget about with her is the fact that she has that Victory March special that adds the 50% turn meter and advantage for two turns to everyone. So not only are they uh, getting advantage 
at the start of the turn, they're getting it from this and that turn meter. This almost harkens back to the uh, beginnings of this game when turn meter squads were actually easier to set up. If you can get her fast right. enough to do to get off that victory march, jeez, this beer is making me beer like burp like crazy. Then your your team's going first and setting into action all of this omicron omicron's uh, stuff. And the thing I really like is you could um, set set it up to where Kylo is the slowest, so you have all these characters go. Then you have Kylo at the end. AOE give turn mirror back to everybody like there's not to mention you have everybody attacking out a turn I think in a situation like that you might want like first order tie pilot to be maybe a second fastest uh that way you know because he attacks out a turn and you could possibly get him back up to go again after uh phasma it would be or sorry after kylo there's a lot going on here with these kind of B B level uh, first order characters with this leader ability that's just awesome. I, mean, I, I if this was a GAC leader ability, I would do it, and I wouldn't even think twice about it. But with it being territory war, I care less about territory war, so I'm probably gonna hold off for a while. Just one last thing before we move on from him, I just want to go touch on your. TIE Fighter Pilot, because this is definitely an Omicron that is made for your leftovers from slicker requirements, right? 100%. So, First Order TIE Fighter Pilot is always going to be in with with Phasma, and his basic, deal physical damage to target with a 50% chance to attack again. This chance is doubled if the First Order TIE Fighter Pilot has advantage. Hey, we're having advantage all the time, almost. So that's a hundred percent chance to attack again, and if the second attack crits, so hey, hello crit chance, you gain advantage for two turns. So you're like, he's he's attacking out a turn with advantage. He's uh, double tapping. Double tapping. He's losing advantage. He's gaining ten percent offense. He's gaining uh he's gaining advantage back if you have crit chance on him to get that crit on the second one. This dude is just going to turn into an offense machine. It's nuts. I love it. So sounds like so much fun. I I first order tie pilot is awesome. I don't know why I've liked that character for so long, but I remember I was so excited when I finally got to gear him up just because he's awesome. Um He was one of those that people characters that was introduced and if he was a um what I don't even know what they call those packs anymore. Chromium pack? He was a chromium pack character. And if you had him Kind of like oh, if you had Ray, you had a offense machine. No, yeah, 100%. Um, so next up, that, so those are the two territory war ones we have so far. As well, there's okay. a territory three. There's three different Omicrons on Boba Fett for territory wars. So, right. But that's those are the three: Boba Fett, Sion of Django, and then you've got uh, Phasma and Nevit. So now let's move on to Grand Arena ones. These, this is where yeah, things start getting get some. I'm going to let you do the Saucy. first one because you have a Zated Rose Tico, and I feel like this might be important for you. Do I have a Zated Rose Tico? Yeah, well, that was a punishment. I, f- I feel like I lost a bet. That was a punishment but... for something. Yeah, it was a bet. Was it? 
I have to. Go I think that it. was a punishment for a trivia a long time ago. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. Wait. Oh, that's the um, yeah. Idea. Joker, you yeah. want us to do the territory battle one first, and then get into JC? Let's do that. We'll sw- we'll come okay. back to JC. All right, you do Revel Officer Leia Organa, and then I'll do Rose Tico after that. All right, so next up we have Rebel. Uh, Rebel Officer. The Rolo. Rolo, if you will. So hers is in territory battles, which, hey, light side territory battles, can't never get enough help there. While in territory battles, Rebel allies have plus 35% speed. Rebel allies recover 100% health and protection at the start of each encounter. What? And whenever another rebel ally is defeated. When a rebel ally is critically when a rebel ally critically hits an enemy, all rebel allies gain 5% turn meter, doubled if it's their turn. When a rebel ally is defeated, all rebel allies gain 100% of that ally's offense, stacking until they're defeated. So I think it is safe to say that in territory battle, Rolo has the best leader ability. I feel very comfortable saying that. Oh, this is nasty. Because this is insane. The biggest one to me is that rebel allies recover 100% health and protection at the start of each encounter. So that's every phase, isn't it? Yeah. And whenever another rebel ally is defeated. So... If you were to maybe put Hot Han, Pathfinder, or Hot Han, (laughs) a character who revives or revives others, um, there's going to be so much recovery. But the plus 35% speed, along with all the turn meter gain, whenever a rebel ally critically hits an enemy... All Rebel Allies gain 5% turn meter. Traditionally, in this game, I assume this is how that works. If you have two crits, they'll gain 10%. If you have five crits, they'll gain 25%. It's, um, it's... Unless it's their turn. You know what Rolo does? She has an AoE that hits 10 times. <laughs> what happens if you get 10 crits on her turn? Everyone's full turn meter. Everyone is full turn meter, and you are ready to just smash and destroy everybody. This leader ability is absolutely 100% insane. This, I mean, if you talk about what the Omicron abilities do for the character, this, I think, is the biggest change or the biggest improvement for that character. Like, this is absolutely ridiculous. If you need help in Territory Battles, if your Rebels can't go 3 out of 4 or 4 out of 4, I think this is a great idea to do, especially if you have, I think it was Jedi Knight Luke, where you're required to Relic her. Um, Yeah. I've talked about how much I like Rolo, you know, even under CLS. But flip that around with this Omicron, use her as the leader, and dude... This is, it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm a huge fan. If you have a relic, if you have Je- Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, you have a relic Hot Han and Rolo. So. Okay. Yes. You've already got. Let's go. You've already got two main pieces. And if you were to just, let's say Love you throw uh, Chewie, Han, and uh, Backpack Chewie with those two. 
Yeah. It could get real nasty real quick. I like this one. I'd probably, I would probably go, ooh, man, I don't know. Backpack Chewy or 3PO? That's tough. I kind of like 3PO because, uh, honestly, I I would, if I were to pick out Backpack Chewy, I would probably still put in the first one you suggested, which was, if you have him geared, Scarif Rebel Pathfinder. Because the idea of him dying and coming back, but every time he does that, adding 100% stacking office to everyone. That sounds fun. But I think it's either Scarif Pathfinder or Hot Han. It's one of those two. So those are the you um, pick one of those two. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't think you'd need to go with both because you'd be getting that benefit with just one of them. Um, and then you have that scenario, you know, where it's Chewy Han plus either Backpack Chewy or three PO. Three PO great with RJT. So put Backpack Chewy here. Probably a probably a pretty good option. That's. Yeah, that leader ability is freaking bonkers. I love it. When I read so this the first time, much. I thought to myself, this actually makes Rolo good at something. Because that leader ability is so good. Yeah, it, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I, I do. I think, like I said, I, I think as far as what the Omicrons do for the character, that is the biggest improvement is is Rolo. I agree. It's very good. All right, let's move along to my girl. <laughs> my girl, Rosie Tico. Oh, yeah. So her unique ability, Valiant Spirit. When in Grand Arena, all other resistance allies also gain 10% offense for each exposed enemy, and they gain 5% turn meter whenever a resistance ally scores a critical hit. Both things always happen. <laughs> Both things always happening, but it's not stacking. Eh. That's the part that gets me. It's not stacking. So it's man. it's not stacking. But I that's not the. I think the offense is kind of irrelevant. To be perfectly honest, it's more about the turn meter. Uh, the turn meter whenever a resistance ally scores a critical hit because if you have the double tap Han, you have this seems like a you know like three PO BB eight characters attacking out of turn. There's a lot of turn meter game that goes on there in addition to the turn meter game from the exposes. So it, it's 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 good. It's fine. Um. So the question I have is this: I don't have Ray, so is RJT usually under Ray? I don't know. Oh, you're right. You don't have Ray either. So the question, if RJT is not your leader for a second uh, resistance team, because Ray is a lot like Slicker where you have two resistance teams, right? Right. uh, With the changes to Finn, I can't remember what they were because I didn't re-Zeta him. Aren't his a lot? This seems like it's something that's meant to be under a Finn lead because of the... Uh, I do remember the Finn lead... Yeah, I think there is something there. I will say, even if you have Ray, as good as RJT is, RJT, all she really does is help prevent the C counter in GAC because she can do the heal immunity and hopefully keep him from gaining back all of his health and make it easier to kill. But other than that, I think RJT is way better off as being a lead in GAC just because... She can take down so much, or she can be a pretty good defense if you pair her with the droids and Vathan. Um 
I I just I can't see a scenario. But then again, I I don't have Ray also. So, but Ray, you have the the new bros, uh, Finn and Poe, along with uh, Holdo. So that fills out four of the, or sorry, three of those four spots that are extra with her. And those are amazing characters. So I don't think you need RJT. I think you're better off using her as the lead. And I, I kind of think that's what you should probably do if you're going to do that. Yeah, it's a, I would say of the ones that, let's see, who's next? We've got Zam and Kaigon. Yeah, so I've read all three of these. I was making sure I've read them all before. I would say this is the worst one so far. Only because I can't see the... Oh, yeah, by a I lot. I can't see yeah. the... This one's underwhelming. The theory crafting... The I can't I see at... the theory crafting of this. Because I don't know the resistance that well anymore. To see why this I was put in it. there. I, I, I like, see it, but I it's see... not... It's just, it's not. It doesn't have the pizzazz of any of the other Omicrons. It's what, no. no, it doesn't. So that's what confuses no. me. To... Well, yeah, because Rose is meant to be underwhelming. That's you, the entire point you would, of her being in you the would, game. Well, fair. You would think that... I mean, I, I actually think her Zeta ability is decent-ish. Um, what is it? The gaining turn meter, turn meter or something? No. Yeah. I mean, it's decent-ish, but Rose just sucks. As, I mean, What is gear is your Rose? Don't use her. Like ten, 10. Yeah. I don't use her. That Zeta, that punishment yeah, Zeta she's... was really a punishment. Like when yeah, was the last yeah, time you yeah. actually oh. remember using Rose in anything? I'm not sure I've ever used her. <laughs> kind of like my accidental Hela, 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 Hera. Hera. I was thinking of Thor's sister. My bad. Not Hela. Nice. Hera. Um. So. Yeah. So. Meh, All right. Whatever. Well, I will read right. the. The Zam Wessel one and leave what I consider the best one for you to read. So, yeah. I'm going to go with Zam here. Again, I will say this. I'm happy to read Zam's because I've always thought Zam was an awesome character. And I do like this Omicron. So. And this is a unique ability, not a lead. So it being a unique is pretty huge because you have a variety of bounty hunter leads. Oh, yeah. Every one of them, actually. So... Uh, while in Grand Arenas, Zam instead gains 60% increases to her offense, max health, max protection. That is instead of uh, 20% to... for Okay. So it's 60% in 20, instead of 20% for these. So she gets 20% offense for scoundrel, attacker allies, 20% for scoundrel support and healer allies, and 20%... Protection. And then 20% protection for scoundrel tank allies. So those all bump up to 60%. So massive stat increases. Zam gains 5% speed for each other bounty hunter ally. That's pretty nice. And bounty hunter allies gain 20% of Zam's current offense, max protection, max health, and speed until the first time she is defeated. So going off that... uh, that's Zeta stuff or the Zeta stuff here where the you need want to have a, a scoundrel attack ally support and healer tank. You can choose the stats to share with your entire entire team just based on this unique. And they're get they're getting a twenty percent of that, whatever you put in as the team comp. So here's the biggest thing. She gains the five percent speed for each bounty hunter ally. Then she uh she shares what is it? 
um, 20% of her speed, its current speed. So that's how they make it to where the beginning of that unique applies. So if she's 200 speed, you have about, you know, a five squad bounty hunter. She gets 20% speed. So that takes her to what? 240 speed. Now she will be given 24 speed back to all the other bounty hunters. Now this is huge because of characters like Bosk, Boba, Dengar, these characters that have these AOE abilities that can really screw up the way things go. Um, I think it's, I think that's actually pretty gnarly because bounty hunters, if they go early, especially on like these second, third tier squads, they can be almost impossible to deal with. Um, if you don't use the right counter, because once they start going, they're just going to keep recovering their health and protection or doing whatever their leader ability does. And this, this speed bonus is, I can't understate how big that is to making these teams far more dangerous than they are. Oh yeah. 100%. And the fact that it says that, what was it? Current offense, Max, just the current word there throwing in the fact that, She's getting the bonuses from the people on her team as well as the mods. It's not like it's n- also leader ability. Leader ability also. Yes, any any ability on any of the people you put into the team that bump those offense, protection, health and speed stats are just going to be redistributed. Yep. I I mean, how many characters for the longest time have we said with these redistribution of stats that we love? Like how how in love have we been with R2-D2 since he came out, right? Like, 100%. these types of things are huge for teams. So, Oh, yeah. Stat sharing matters. Um, yeah, so this is this is a great uh, Omicron ability. I am a huge fan of it. Um, I don't know what, what point I would go with this. With She's... it being a unique ability, like I said, the versatility of it is huge. Um we're going to talk about Qui-Gon here in a second. Uh, and GAC is obviously becoming much more important, which, again, we're going to talk about here in a little bit also. Um, I mean, if you have if you have bounty hunters and you don't have a lot of, like, other Jedi and you want to really improve your Grand Arena, I mean, I, I would highly suggest looking long and hard at Zam Wessel because I think, I think this will surprise some people. I think it will give you a big leg up if you want to use bounty hunters on offense, obviously. But more importantly, on defense, this could put you in a situation where even like RJT can't go before this squad. And it, it could create some problems for even super obvious counters like RJT. So I'm I'm really kind of digging this ability and i think what so the next one we're going to talk about is kaigon jin i'm just throwing that name out there so you that name is involved in the point i'm going to make right now but i think one of the best parts about these omicrons is that they everyone except for nebits is on a galactic legend requirement so far so these are characters that you have uh, geared if you have the galactic legend that they're associated with that you can think about using if you didn't before because you put that Omicron on them, right? So yep, totally agree. 
Zam, if you have Lord Vader, I think she's Lord Vader's requirement, right? Yeah. So Zam is one. Like a lot of people are like, what do, what do I do with my Zam? Well, now if you have Lord Vader, you have a Zam and you're not using him, this bumps her ahead of some people now. If you decide to put it on her, that is. So Nebit will be needed for Galactic Legend Jabba. Facts. Bring on Galactic Legend Jabba. I will take it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I like it. Who would be the Galactic Legend light side? Uh, give me... Uh, Han? Galactic Legend Han? Well, I was going to say... Car- what's the... Carbonite Galactic Carbonite Legend Han. Han. I was the ultimate tank. I was thinking of Bausch Leia, but... Because it's about time Leia if- got some, uh, some like... Big love in the game. Uh, I agree. I agree. She does need some love. Um, all right. Let's move along to Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon. Um, say it wrong and scream it out for everybody. Qui-Gon. Let's go. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit excited about this one. This is the best one by far. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. All right, so while in Grand Arena, Jedi allies instead... Okay, hold on. Let me go ahead and read his um, his leader ability. <sighs> Had to take a quick yawn break. I apologize. Okay. Jedi allies have plus 30 speed, Gain offense equal to three times their speed and gain foresight for two turns at the start of each encounter and whenever any unit is defeated. That is his Zeta ability. Now, while in Grand Arena, by the way, Jedi allies instead gain offense equal to 30 times their speed, doubled while they have foresight. At the start of battle, if no Galactic Legends and all allies are Jedi, Jedi allies can't be defeated if Qui-Gon Jinn is active. Qui-Gon Jinn can't gain damage immunity or stealth, and he cannot be revived. When Qui-Gon Jinn is defeated, all Jedi allies recover 100% health and protection and gain 400% (laughs) Of Qui-Gon Jinn's offense for two turns. Before we even get into the stats of this. Let's go. This is the first Omicron that I feel like has very, like, uh, lore implications, right? What is the the coolest things about old Ben early in the game, right? It was when old Ben dies, he gives gives out an ass ton of buffs, right? Well, what does Kaigon Jin do in the first movie? He's the first Jedi we see die. And you know what happens? Everyone gets stronger oh. from it. Here you go. Yeah. Same deal. When he die, he's the only one that can die. He has to die first. He when he dies, hey everybody, I got a I got a little something something for you. Take all your health and protection back and uh here's 400% of my offense. It's crazy like literal crazy talk it's it's it is it truly is it's it's awesome um i 
I love it. I really, I really, really, really love it. And can can you go to my my game on on the stream, please? All right, your game's up. All right, I want to express my love for this Omicron by doing this. I'm going to go to his later ability. <laughs> you have. I'm it. going to Whoa. see it. I have 25 Omicrons. I only need 20 to upgrade this ability, so let's go. And it is done, baby. I have an Omicron Qui-Gon Jinn, and I am very excited wait, about wait, wait. this. Now, but go back. Let's see that GP. So, yeah, that GP. Oh, there it was. Look at that. Eight, eight million five oh eight. Eight million five oh eight. I have broken I have entered the eight million club. Alright, so you have the same the GLs as I. So it's oh. it's a uh, relic three is the is the relic you need for the GL. That's why I was wondering because I wanted to see what his health and protection were like uh at the relic level for the GL, because most people probably only have them at the GL requirement level. He's probably so you can look at yours, but the base for relic three without mods, 36,000 health, 33,000 protection. Okay. Not going to take a lot of hits before he gives out that 400,000. Now, what is yours at? I want to see what true. it looks like with mods. So Jeez, uh, currently mine is at 42,000 health, 64,000 protection, 288 speed. Uh, 4161 damage. Now, I want to talk kind of through my thoughts on modding Qui-Gon. I I'm not convinced that all squish is the way to go here. Um No, and that's that's why I wanted to look at the protection because you probably want him to get a good amount of uh hits in. Not to mention it's GAC where him staying alive gets you extra points. So Right. Um, now, I- I've got three protection primaries. I may change this. So so far, I am running a speed set with two health sets, uh, speed primary. And th- my focus is almost entirely on speed. It's not on offense. And here's why. I mean, 10 speed on Qui-Gon is equal to 300 offense. 300 offense is equal to 10 speed. That's that's pretty big, not to mention the fact that, well, more speed, the more often you go, he has a lot of abilities that are great that give offense up, call in allies, he gains turn meter. Like, he's a good character to have going fast. Um, and... I kind of think actually keeping him around, making him somewhat difficult to kill, is probably a pretty good strategy. Because, you know, well, for one, kind of depends on how you're going to use him. Offense or defense. I intend on putting him on offense. Or, sorry, on defense. I will not use him on offense. He will be a defensive character for me just to kind of throw people off. Um so one, you have to kill Qui-Gon first. So my plan is to use General Kenobi with Qui-Gon. So you can get the uh, crit hit immunity on him, make him more difficult to kill. You'll have to get around Kenobi. This 
it should theoretically be kind of a pain in the ass to deal with. But once you kill Qui-Gon, there's some other characters you have to deal with. Like Jedi Knight Anakin. I think he's a great one to put with this cat. Because when he dies, let's do, do some maths here. Um, he gains 30 speed from his leader ability. Uh, so that gets him to... Here, I'm going to pull up a calculator so I can run some maths because I think I am going to need to run some maths. So uh, we have him at 288. We'll add the 30 speed. That gets him, of course, to 318 speed. And you're going to multiply that by 30. So because of that leader ability, okay, his his base or his physical damage with the way I have him modded is 4,161. Because of this ability and his speed, he has an additional 9,540 offense. Whew. So he well over triples his offense with, with this ability. But here's the bigger thing. So my Qui-Gon now with this 9,540 offense plus... The 4161, he will be sharing 13,701 offense to all the other allies. That is so now, nasty. It's absolutely nasty. And he, here's the great thing about this by using character like Jedi Knight Anakin with him, Qui Gon Jinn dies. Ally dies. Anakin gains 100% turn meter. When Qui Gon dies, he gives foresight. So. That offense number on Jedi Knight Anakin is going to be doubled effectively uh, because of the doubled while they have foresight. And that's only on the offense equal to 30% their speed. Now, I'm assuming that this 13,700 that I mentioned on my Qui-Gon will be shared to Anakin. Anakin's speed... His, only that speed bonus will be doubled for him. So you'll have that bonus. You'll have his base plus this 13,000. So let's go to my Jedi Knight Anakin just to kind of get an idea. My Jedi Knight Anakin already hits like pretty hard. Um, but I kind of want to see kind of what I'm looking at. Like how much of an increase I'm looking at. Um, There he is. Okay. So I've got crit damage set, crit damage primary is 222% critical damage, which by the way, you're going to want to go crit damage focus everybody on this Qui-Gon Jinn squad because um, this offense number gets added. So if you have an offense set, you're getting no additional returns on this offense. But if you have a crit damage set, when you crit, this number gets multiplied by your crit damage number. So crit damage set, Crit damage primary is going to be your primary damage dealing mechanism under a Qui-Gon Jinn lead now. So my Anakin has 8,800 8, offense. <laughs> we'll add the 13,000 to that. So that's a 1.5% increase. Or I guess... Uh, yeah. It's 150% additional offense effectively. There, plus his 250 speed, which we'll say 500 speed because of the doubling with foresight, 
500 speed times 30 is another 15,000 offense. I mean, we're getting into pretty crazy damage numbers here for, for these characters. It's sounding, like, um, uh, sounding like mods pre-nerf. <laughs> you remember the old mods that were like, adds 10,000 damage. Yeah. Yeah, that th- those were... Man, those were crazy times. Some of <laughs> that, those, those stats two, were insane. Those two weeks with the mod, when mods were introduced were nuts. Like plus 60 speed. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Um, so I am... I'm, I'm all in on this thing. Um, Qui-Gon with Jedi Knight Anakin. I think those two absolutely should be paired together gotta figure out something else to do with Padme because I think it's gonna be that important that JKA is on this squad. I think Kenobi or General Kenobi is another one, great one to be on this squad. Make it more difficult to kill him. He also gives a little bit of foresight. He has that mass attack, which allows you to take more opportunities um, you know, to deal out the damage because you only have this for two turns. The the four hundred percent offense. Oh that wasn't even something I mentioned. That 13,700 offense that gets multiplied by 400%? Like, we're we're into crazy numbers. So, where are we at? 54,800 plus 15,000 for my Anakin uh, gets us to 60, 70,000... Plus the eighty, we're just shy of eighty thousand damage. I'm. I want to go see what his multiplier is on his AOE. That'd be just freaking nasty. It's. I. I, I do. I think. Uh, I think it's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Abs one hundred percent. Jedi Knight Anakin's always been pretty dangerous, but this is going to take him to new levels. So, Can you imagine that AoE? Oh, devastating. So his modifier is 2.6. What does what so, getting if, the offense up buff do to that? Because he gets offense... Plus 50 per... Because he gets offense... Yeah, it'd be plus 50%. Ugh. So, so, I mean, that's... So this is before calculus... This is my Jedi Knight Anakin with the way I have things modded currently. This is not accounting for defense, which will drop this number down. But on a non-crit on his AoE, we'll be hitting for 200,000. Um, knock some down for defense. Multiply. Uh, the 2.22% on the critical damage. I mean, we're just... We're getting into nuke territory. Um, and correct, Elton Blues, you do not want to put Galactic Legend because that is a huge part of this kit is this only works if there is no Galactic Legend with Qui-Gon. And it has to be all Jedi. So you're going to need to find some Jedi that will work. You're not going to want a revive team here. Um, I don't think Hermit Yoda is going to be a character you want. While the... The the buff will be kind of nice from him. I I don't see the benefit there, in my opinion. Um, 
I think Grandmaster Yoda is a pretty good option. He gives a lot of foresight, so that'll be nice. But at the same time, he cycles through turns super fast. Um, I, I, I'm not. I'm not super sold on Grandmaster Yoda being. Am- I think he'll be amazing in this squad. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's needed in this squad if you're using Jedi Knight Anakin. Um, I, I I just kind of think it might be overkill. I think you're better off using Jedi uh, Jedi Master Yoda somewhere else. How does um, how does Revan or Jolie Bindo break this team? So the the problem because it doesn't say the is... first time he dies. Right. Um. Well, no, it says he cannot be revived. Oh, it says he can't be revived? I miss... Oh, that... Yes. The one part of the he, sentence he I didn't read. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, no, I, I still actually... I I still think there's some usability there with Jolie, for example, because he can revive everybody, everybody else. else. Yeah. So, you talk about these kind of ridiculous numbers... Um. Another character that I am really interested in for this squad is going to be Ezra Bridger, uh, primarily because very low, or at least on mine, Relic 3, and his his damage numbers just under 5,000. So a character under 5,000 damage, like the percent increase that he's going to get is going to be absolutely insane whenever Qui-Gon starts sharing all of his stats. Plus the speed bonuses that he gets. I had, uh, you know, there's, I have a thought. Okay. Only because when I think of Qui-Gon Jinn leader and using this Omicron trying to find the, the most, the best team that's going to pull away from everybody else, right? What about a Zated, a Relic Zated Barris? I like it. Because she's going to help keep him alive as long as she can. Once she finally dies, then it supercharges everyone. Yes, I I like it. I, I'm not sure I love it. Um, here's, here's the problem I have with Barris on that team is... I'm her her multiplier on the damage output still pretty low. Like her physical damage numbers somewhere around Ezra. Um, She's bad, but obviously they don't. My right, so she'll go from a wet noodle to yeah. I think that was that was nice to Um, to wear maces now. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Like I just I don't think it's great. Um, Now. Speaking of Twilight Midriffs, um <laughs> Oh right, we've had one in the game Kayla, since the beginning. And no one even knows we have. right under our nose. And I've had this character relic for so long. I think Ayla is awesome. Um she's a super solid character. What's with Twilight's and she has Midriffs? decent That's speed. Oh, yeah. Um now her her basic ability can call in a Jedi. And when it calls in a Jedi, they do bonus damage. She can stun. Um, she has a pretty nice special. She has counter chances. Um, I, I, I like Ayla a lot. I think she's a character to that 
I'll most certainly be using in this squad. Um, her, Ezra, Jedi Knight, Anakin, and General Kenobi, I think, will be my squad. Um, I think there are a lot of other good options. Cam, I think, is... I think this will be Cam's spot. I think this where this will be where seven-star Cam separates himself. He didn't do it with uh, Galactic Legend Kenobi. I think he will with Omicron Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, whenever you talk about, I mean, just those kind of fat increases on damage. Um, Breaking update. I've been doing research. Okay. The other two Twi'leks I can think of don't have midriffs. Okay, so Ooh. just important news there. Hera has no midriff. Who's the other Twi'lek? Mission Val. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. She's sorry to interrupt. She's my taste. So, that's fine. She's very... She's, I'm not into all She's Twi'leks. got that high Han Solo look to her. She does, yeah. yeah not my thing. <laughs> you know, you do you. Um... But I do. I really love Cam. Once my Cam's reasonable. Um, and the other thing is, if you can get all Galactic uh, all Galactic Republic Jedi in there with Cam, you get the additional 30 speed, which is an additional 900 offense to everybody. Uh, and plus he has that 20% offense bonus, which is nice. Um, I, I really like him being there, and he's probably one I will experiment with being in the squad because you can't kill him from the beginning. Once Qui-Gon dies, even at low gear levels, this is going to be kind of like a lot of these other stat sharing characters like Mon Mothma, for example, where you can use Kyle Katarn at fairly low gear levels because of all that stat sharing on, on the health. He's survivable. He's probably not going to die. You're going to kind of have the same thing with uh, Cam in that, he doesn't do much damage, but you won't be able to kill him from the beginning. Once Qui-Gon dies, he'll have 100% health and protection, and he'll have a ridiculous amount of additional offense that he can do damage on. So, I, I think that, uh, I think Cam will be a, another really, really good option in this squad. Um, and you know, as much as I like General Kenobi in here, I don't necessarily think you have to use him either. I think you could probably go all attackers. Um, the only problem is it's, you know, you do kind of put up a little bit of risk after Qui-Gon dies. Um, so I, I think there'll be a little bit of experimenting here. I will be posting these squads on defense and just kind of seeing how they do, see if anybody screws up against them. Um, but I think at first it will be... Obviously, Qui-Gon lead, Jedi Knight, Anakin, those two are no-brainers. Ayla, because I don't really use her anywhere else, I think she, she kind of needs to be there. Ezra, I think, will be a monster. Um, You know, then probably General Kenobi, because I'm not, I'm not sure I'll be able to squeeze Cam in. Uh, Cam would probably fit in over... I, I don't know if I'd want Ezra or Ayla. Probably one of those would be out because I think I want Kenobi in there. But um, I, this is gonna be so much fun, man! I am excited. I am so excited. Um, what just happened? Qui Gon. Did you hit I, your I microphone? Think, what? Yeah, I hit. Plug my your thing back in a little more. Flying all over the place. Oh, do I sound? Yeah, you sound weird now. 
Is that no, better? I didn't fix it. All right, you're back. Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I shouldn't wave my arms around <laughs> hey, so much. It gets violent. I get animated, um, too. It's all good. So, you're just doing an impression well, of your I daughter said, when she gets scared. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. It's crazy. I'll take a video of it. It's really funny. <laughs> nice. um, she's adorable. Um, so, like I said, the like offense... Offense set on Qui-Gon is a no-go. You want to go with the uh, you want to go with the speed set, but as far as offense primary, is not really opposed to it. I think it's a fine idea, um, especially with that four hundred percent extra gain when he dies. It's gonna be pretty nasty. Um, but you know, making him survive around might be a little bit better. I don't know. I think that's you can kind of give or take either way. Um, but speed is is the big thing here. Uh, it's going to be all about speed and team comp more than anything else. Um, you've got options for Qui-Gon. Just remember he shares a massive amount of health. Load him up with the speed. It's, it's going to be crucial. So, um, not to mention helps you early in the battle. Cause he'll, he'll go super fast and call people in and remove turn meter and do all the awesome stuff that Qui-Gon does. Um, so yeah, no. I, I'm, I'm so excited about this ability. You know who doesn't need an Omicron to be amazing? Um, no idea. Blue microphones. They're yeah. already good. Hmm. They are good. If you didn't know, blue microphones is what you are getting. This beautiful sound from blue microphones is what make me and Wink sound Ooh, yeah. so good, and that's because we've been using the Spark. SL microphone for about three years now and uh, loving it. Indeed. Like we've had the spark longer than we've had these awesome uh, mic stands, the boom arm that they give out. So uh, they have some really good stuff at blue microphones. Awesome. We appreciate them always being a sponsor for the show and helping us to just Omicron our sound for uh, the show very early in our uh, development. I don't know. They're more like a Zeta. A Galactic Legends Zeta. That's true because Zetas aren't specific to a certain area of the game. So they are these. That's true. That's They Zeta us. Right? So if you're yeah. looking to get into awesome sound for whatever you're doing, business meetings, gaming, um, you want to start your own podcast and talk about awesome stuff all week with a good friend, you can do that. Uh, and if you did, we if you wanted to do that with Blue Microphones, we'd appreciate you going to crew.bluemic.com slash SOPod just to let them know that we sent you and show them a little love from us uh, as our awesome listeners. So thank you to Blue Mics for sponsoring the show as always. And uh, if you guys are interested, that's where you can find their stuff. So. Back on topic, we're talking about Road Ahead. Road Ahead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. <laughs> meep, meep. That, Man. That's my favorite sounder you ever made. <laughs> I I agree. I, I outdid myself on that one. It's, I have it's to pretty freaking good. Um, Dude, the game's changing. We're in a new era of Swaga. The, oh, the type of things that we, have, we are looking for in this game to just completely... 
flip it on its head and change it to something to completely different is happening very soon. And if you read the uh, facts, if you read the um, developer QA, you'll know that it is coming on December 8th. So we only have five days until this rolls out. That Oof. is to say, if you are looking to bump your GP to get a better initial placement in the first GAC of these changes, do it now. That's when you need to do it. You have five days to get uh, your GP up to where you want it to get to the uh, area you want. So, um, if you haven't already read the post, it's of course going to be in the show notes. We'll kind of talk about just kind of the overview of things because god there's so much going on effectively what they are doing is moving crystals away from the arena and to the grand arena um how do you like this change based on what we're going to go over here and what it looks like the numbers are for who where you are i like this better than arena I also like the fact the reason I've never fought in arena is because it is 100% time based. And that time before they allowed you to change before they changed. So it's been different since they allowed you to do time changes. But before that, it was always tied to the second I am driving to work. That hour I drive to work was always my payout. And then my payout has oh, always been brutal. while I'm at work. Because if I did it any time earlier, I was contesting about 10 East Coast people. And it was just pointless to do it that way. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do it later. And when I'm actually settled in at work, if I have time at work, then I'll do it when I'm there. It just was all... Arena has always been time-based. You have this payout hour and you're just powering through trying to get your crystals for the day. The thing I like about this yep. is that, hey, while while this requires much more um, investment into your roster to get crystals, because it's not just having one good team that you know can beat other people, this is not time-based. I can fight in a 24-hour period that suits me when I am ready to fight, and yep. I still earn crystals. And in a lot of cases, once we get to that section... You're earning more crystals than you were before. So I like it. Also, anything that turns the monotony of what's been going on in the game on its head, I'm willing to give it a try at this point. So That's totally fair. I, I definitely agree there. Um, yeah, I, I think this is great because I've kind of quit playing Arena. I... It's... I hate having to play at a certain time of the day. I, I despise it. It's the same teams over and over. It's the same crap. You have the arena shards, which are great if you're at the top, obviously, but you have so many people quit playing the arena shards. It is kind of an outdated game mode. It's not really something where you test your roster. And I I think that moving the crystals to Grand Arena is a massive improvement. The fact that I can still get my crystal payout, but play whenever I want within a 24-hour period, amazing. Oh my god, amazing. I I don't have to sit there and do 
five battles or whatever it is in that, you know, two hour period. I can take my time and do my battles when I want. I don't have to mess with arena anymore if I don't want to. Um, so I, I think this is, it's just, it's, it's a massive, massive improvement. Um, I understand there are a lot of people that are upset about it and I, I understand why they could be. Um, I understand why they could be. And I've always been on the other side of this, even though I'm in one of these. Here's where things get, here's where like the back door is open and you're hearing some of what they're saying in CG. You know what you don't get with GAC crystal payouts? Arena shards. You don't have the Gestapo, the crystal Gestapo anymore. That's a, Big part. There's no one locking you out of, of your daily crystals because they can't. There's no way for anyone yep. to coordinate against you and kick you out of getting what your roster, your team, and your effort rightfully will deserve. Yep. And I, I think that is the entire. And as much as I love the people in my shard, and I have a good experience Agreed. with mine. I have always thought they are dumb. I've always thought being able to coordinate and lock someone out that is trying their best to get crystals with their roster is... It's silly that they incentivize Yes, exactly. And this completely takes that all away. So that's that's what I I like about it. And now, like I said, I like my server. I like my my shard. But A, here's the other part. The reason, the, one of the reasons I like it is because I'm in it. If you're one of those guys that yep. are, well, wanted no, no. to get in it and they're just like, no, and every day they chain you back right before you get crystals, this it's been annoying for so long, and this is a change that will just help those people, right? Not to mention everybody doesn't have to coordinate with each other. You just have to be in a certain area or a certain league and win there to get your crystals. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I When someone brought that up in our Discord, I started thinking about it a lot. And I'm like, you know what? That is 100%. It makes a lot of sense. It, it makes so much sense. Yep. Because this is it becomes I, all on you. No one can throw in a, a cheap team for you to get first place. You know? Yep. I mean, they can. I mean, I guess you can still message your opponent before the thing starts. But... What's the point of doing that? They would either have to lose to do it for you. So why would they do that? They want their crystals too, you know? So, Yep, 100%. I, I, I think it's great. I, I think it's going to make GAC more exciting. It's going to it's gonna kill the crap that is a, the arena clock thing that you have to worry about all the time. And the best thing about it is... There's a defensive set day. So there will be one day where you still get to collect your crystals and all you got to do is set a defense. All you got to do it. is show and up. Like, and there's a whole week. Like, so four weeks of fighting and, and there's a whole week. They still give you payouts. That week that there's no GAC, and, they're still paying you out for where you ended the GAC. Yes. And if you're like me... um, where you set a defense in round one and keep the same defense through two and three, man, they're going to be, you're going to have complete off days while still getting those crystals, man. It's going to be awesome. 
I'm I'm super pumped for this. I think it's great. I I do. Like I said, I I get the people that are upset, but I think this is a change that was drastically needed. The game has changed so much from what it was. Arena was the game mode when it started, and it, I totally understood the, the crystals being there. But as the game has evolved, it it has gotten to the point where um it's not as important it's only about having a team to beat one specific squad and it's kind of lackluster and unexciting and like you said there is the collusion which which i think is fine they they built this i've gotten to the point where i used to fight this on the podcast but i've gotten to the point where they built it it can happen it's gonna happen people will do everything they can in any game ever to min max and that they left that door open and it existed and people used it. I cannot fault anyone for doing that. So, and here's another advantage. So this makes arena essentially a sandbox. Well, I mean, you're already going to sandbox it with Qui-Gon Jinn, right? I mean, we already have plans for theory crafting sandboxing. Well, no, I'm just I'm just talking about just regular arena. Oh, arena. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Qui-Gon won't work there, yeah. but uh, you'll be able to go in there and just play with teams, and it's not going to matter because it's not going to affect your crystal payout. You want to go sit there and slap battles back and forth between somebody with two shit teams because you want to test them out and see what they can do? Great. Like, you're not going to have to worry about putting your other team back in so you don't drop as far, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I love it, man. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I, I I do find it hilarious that me and you often are on the literal opposite side of half of the community. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, that, that's true. I don't even care. You know, I'm going to do me. You're going to do you. And that's the way it goes. The, this might make you more of a GAC guy. I've already started planning on like, okay, well, I can stream JC in the mornings when my kids are at school, have some fun with it. Nice. Like, I'm a, I like it. I'm going to go wild with it. If I remember to sign up. <laughs> I like where this is going. That'll be fun. Yeah. No, no, it'll be real fun. I love uh it's it's fun streaming JC. When we used to do it before the podcast, the few times oh, I've yeah, done it just blast. on my own during the day, it's a lot of fun. So if we can get in on that, that'd be super cool. So let's talk about the changes. So, okay. Um, first off, let's talk about leagues and division or let's talk about matchmaking. First off matchmaking is getting complete overhaul and it is all going to be on a skill rating or an ELO as a lot of games call it. Oh, hold, hold, hold on, dude. Elton blues just posted a great point that I hadn't even thought about. Oh Yeah. I like that I can move my mods around and not keep my absolute best mods on my arena team. Can mod appropriately, not just with what I have left that's not on my meta squad, which is a huge, excellent point. You, you can actually just kind of mod however you want to mod your entire roster to make it be as efficient as possible because so often, like, there are squads where you need this character to be maximum speed. You don't need that anymore. I mean, you may still encounter some of those squads in GAC, 
maybe where, where that might be important. But I think there's going to be um, a lot less of that. And it's going to have a far less impact on you getting your crystals. So, yeah, I think that's huge. I like Ray Rock's point. Mods will separate the good players from the average players. Yeah, your, your mod... Your mod inventory oh, overall wow. is now way more important your than death. just your top five. So Facts. that is a very big thing as well. Um, yep. I agree. This is So basically what's happening is you're changing. This matchmaking is becoming a skill-based matchmaking. And basically what it's going to do, you're, if you're 7 million, you can still fight a 9 million. The only way that happens, though, is if the, you are beating people at a rate that that 9 mil cannot beat the same people that you're beating. So if this 9 mil is fighting 7 mils and losing to them consistently, you could be matched up. Um, but the skill rating is basically based on your your win-loss record against specific types of appointments. So if you're a 7 million consistently beating 9 millions, you're going to move your ELO up. If you're a 7 million consistently beating consistently beating 7 millions, you're going to continue to move up. And if that 9 million is losing to 7 millions and losing to 9 millions, the record of your team not your galactic power is going to decide the the matchmaking. So you might go up against someone you feel GP wise is better off than you, but they they could be they might not have the right people geared up. Their their roster might not be focused in the way that yours is that you know you can beat them when you come across them. It's all going to be skill based. Right. The only difference, the only thing that changes that is the first one where you get your ELO or your your uh, your uh, skill rating, and that is the first one will be based on your uh, GP. Let me scroll down real quick so we can see this graphic. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, so yeah, based on this graph, I don't even have it right up the street. There it is. Based on this graphic, the first GAC this will place you into your starting skill level so this is where you will start whether you back down out of a league or up in the league stay in the league whatever this is where your your skill rating is completely starting based on and so uh there's five kybers there's five erodiums there's five chromiums five bronziums and five carbonites each of them with a stepping up uh threshold of gp from uh carbon which is doesn't make any sense to me because you got to be 85 to get in GAC if you're at level 85 and you have an initial GP threshold of 0 I don't know what you've been doing for the first 6 months of the game <laughs> but I would be interested to see if anyone winds up here I mean I guess if you're losing constantly you can drop all the way to this but no one will start here yeah there's no way um but anyways it goes from Carbonite 4 starts at 620,000 GP, and then Kyber 1 starts at 7.2 million GP. Um, I'd like to throw this out there. I feel like that is a very low low number GP-wise to start the highest level of GAC. I mean, I feel like... 
Ky- what Kyber one starts at for GP should be Kyber three. And that Kyber two should probably be what this is. And then Kyber one is probably around 8 million. I don't know. It, it just seems like you're mixing <laughs> a lot of people. Most people that have played since the beginning, if they have geared most of the characters that have come out, at least to gear nine, gear 10 will be at that 7.2, which completely saturates that, that, uh, that top Kyber league. I don't know. Yeah. But the, from my understanding, the way these work, that's far less important because you can kind of mix up and kind of play anyone, basically. You know, it'll it'll kind of change, of course. Um, like, I, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't think that really matters much at all. It's just one of those things that where they're going to have to change it eventually. Kind of like they did with Territory Wars. If if you're getting everybody... Well, okay. I uh, take that back. You're right. I think I, you're right. Actually, no. I've, I've completely changed my mind because this, there's a skill rating involved. You're not going to be fighting right. people with the 11 million... The skill rating is the thing that makes it mostly yes, irrelevant. Okay. Yes, for sure. All right. I've talked myself out of it. But we're going back to this Champs League's screen now. You've got... You can look at it now. You've got carbonite, bronzium, chromium, erodium. Here's the problem. that they, You know what? Side, we're rolling off the track real quick. I never got my frozen in carbonite title. And I never will. Did you shoot for it? I didn't shoot for it. I never went for it. I'm just saying, like, okay. the frozen in carbonite title is going away because so are feats. Feats are going away. Um Maybe they'll just give it to everybody. Maybe. Please give me Frozen to Carbon. I just want that title. Ray Rock says, yeah, bummer, I have mine. I'm jealous. Um, so basically, one thing they're doing <laughs> is they're getting a, going away from giving you banners for defense, um, which I don't like based on the question and answer because it says if if the, t- the team you're facing, because the only reason it would set defenses automatically was to get defense banners, from the sounds of the QA, it doesn't sound like they're going to set auto defenses anymore. Which means if you come across a person okay. that doesn't set a defense, you automatically win. And you get all the banners for that win. Okay. Um, that that sounds good to me. Well, okay. Yeah, you know what? No feats? That's probably a good thing. So, you don't get banners anymore for defense. It all changes for... Uh, it's all focused on offense, right? So now you've got, um, you don't get any. It, you now get a point for for defeated characters. So let's say you go in and you fight and you don't win, but you kill three characters. You get points for that now. Uh, wait, hold, hold on, hold on. I I think this is something different. What is something different? It says you talking about the per defeated I'm opponent talking about character? scoring defense or scoring uh, changes. Yes. Right. And you're talking about the per defeated opponent character section, yes. right? Okay. I think if I am understanding this correctly, what this is is if I set a defense and my defense kills two of your characters, I get two points. 
Really? I don't see a. I don't I see believe Doofus. so. Because it says, I I think so. Hmm. Well, that would be interesting. Getting points for defense, uh, getting defenses, but I feel like this is if you attack the first time and you kill three people, because you get three points. Because this is something. Because this is something that was not there before. No. Um, it seems like you don't get any points. Joker for says no. It is attacking. If it is attacking, that's kind of weird. That doesn't make any sense. If it is attacking. Uh, yeah. Well, just to address chat here, banners mm. doesn't matter anymore. Banners do matter. It because you still need to beat have more banners than your opponent to win the GAC. So unless you're speaking of a right. different thing in said banners, then I'm not quite sure what you mean. But uh the biggest changes there are that your first attack uh gets you 10 points. So you don't even if you lose, you get 10 points for attacking a, a team. So attack, if you leave like a GL, you're like, I'm never going to beat that GL. So you never attack it. At this point, now you lose 10 points because if you attack it and you lose, you still get 10 points. Right. Um, cover the rest of these point changes real quick. I hmm. have to. Interesting. I have to be right back. Um, okay, so it's like everybody's saying in chat, the per-defeated opponent character is per like, yeah, you, you go in and defeat somebody. It's kind of interesting. So if somebody sets an undersized squad on defense, that'll cut down, I guess, the points that you can actually get, which is kind of interesting. Um, I'm not sure if that'll... You can't set undersized on D? Interesting. Was that was that all stuff in the Q and A? Because I I have not read the Q and A yet, so um, never been able to. Okay, well I don't think I've ever tried to set an undersized defense. So um, okay, so conquering uh, territories, same uh, setting defense, obviously zero. Uh, first attack awarded to each player only once per round. You get 10 points for your first attack, so it's basically a free gimme points. Uh, your offensive win, attempt wins, those are the same. 15 points for an offensive win, 30, 10, then 0 on attempts 1, 2, and 3+. plus. Point per surviving character, point for full protection, full health, and 4 for um, empty character slot. That all stays the same. Um, okay, that that's a good point. You would still effectively be able to get points if you kill everyone besides like a Galactic Legend, for example. Okay, yeah, that that's actually a good argument for that. That makes sense. Um, I would like to see what I suggest where if, you know, like you lose characters to somebody like they get a point for that but yeah i i guess that 
that does actually make more sense. You lose points if you lose someone. So, yeah, it's the same thing either way. Uh, excellent point. Okay, I'm an idiot. Um, let's see. Uh, that that pretty much covers all the banner change as far as in in battle stuff. Uh, not not a whole lot of change. Still gonna be pretty much the same. But that defense thing is huge. Um, yeah, yeah I think the the defense thing, which begs the two. So you can never get a point for doing nothing. You get zero points if you run. You sign up and you do nothing for three rounds. Zero points. And the thing is, there's now a minimum Good. round. Minimum banners needed to earn rewards, which basically you have to do something to earn rewards. Interesting. So, okay. Um, they do have that now. All you have to do is attack once. Yep. Because you get 10 points for attacking. Per round. Doesn't matter if you win or lose. Yep. And you have to have 20 per event. So, meaning you have to attack at least twice per uh, four rounds. So, Let's say eight times per round. If you're the person that's not going to do GAC, you have to at least attack twice per uh, round. And then you have to have at least two attacks per season to get rewards. So for all of you minimalists out there, that is what you have to do. Um, But the biggest thing, let's talk about reward changes. Because A, we're going to talk about uh, crystal changes. But the first one I want to start with is the uh, the regular arena? What's happening to regular arena? Oh, is that on here? Yes, it is. I can't see it Where? on. Uh... Oh, there it you is. You see it? I'm trying to find it now. Yes, I do see it. Um. It's becoming gear or mod slicing or something, right? Where is it? Right. Yes. Um, it, it's down a little bit. It says, what's changing for squad arena? Uh, no longer provide crystals. This mode still be valuable mode for main oh, players. Engage in squad arena. Now is focused on helping low power players get ready for grand arena. So now uh, the shipments will contain earlier gear for squad arena. That is disproportionately needed by new players. We expect players to graduate their focus to Grand Arena as soon as available, but the additional gear from Squad Arena is still valuable for building your roster. So I assume that'll still be the payout um, is the way they have that currency stacked. The way Um, I'm looking at this, I don't think you're going to get one of these every time, every day. So I'm assuming it'll work like a raid uh, chest where you're going to get several types of gear for your arena rank per day, I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet you the new arena rewards is like top twenty-five. You get this type of raid chest, and top fifty, you get this type well, of raid chest. Well, it sounds like this is all just going to be in the store. So you just don't. You just have to buy it. Yeah. So like the stack price. So say so uh, up. Mark Mark three comlinks. Um, you'll get five, there's five of them in a stack, 42 price per item, which is 210. So you'll spend 210 currency to get five com links, basically. Oh, that's worse than I thought it was. Because I thought you were going to get a, uh, like a, a gear chest for your payout. 
And this doesn't say anything about... I think it's just going to be currency. So they lowered so. the price on gear? Is that what I'm seeing? Well, there wasn't gear in there to begin with. Oh, that's There's right. No There's no gear, gear in, in the arena, arena store. store. Okay, that's that's so fine. Just I'm totally fine gear. with that. How right. much arena points do I have? I, I blow most of mine on character shards to buy in the shard shop store. Yeah, I blow mine I'll on... Uh, keep doing that because I'm not sure there's... I only... Oh, I don't have arena. I don't know stuff. what I'm talking about. I spend all mine on uh, credits for mod slicing. So... You don't need credits. Dude, I dipped behind five below five hundred million the other day. I'm poor. I'm like around a hundred. I'm down to four hundred and thirty two million credits, and I feel like I'm like at the precipice of you're, losing my house. Yeah, you're ridiculous. This, this, I am okay, in the poor though. house. Four hundred and thirty two million credits. What what even am I? Mm. Yeah. Jeff yeah, Bezos wouldn't even right. shake my hand. Well, that has nothing to do with your poorness. <laughs> if I were rich, would he shake my hand? Poorness is a odd word to use. I should be careful saying that. <laughs> um, uh, so let's scroll back up movie. to the rewards for GAC now. Okay. Actually, the scroll's not up. It's down, isn't it? Yes, it's down. All right. So I don't know which one you're going to. The one at the very bottom that shows your average crystal uh, price. Per, per day. Okay. So. Your. It's showing. This screen right here. Let, can I open this image. And just kind of get it on the stream. In a good size. Yeah that'll work. Alright so. Basically this is what you're showing average. Not for the person getting number one every day, but if you are an average 7.2 million GP threshold player that has been in the game uh, for two plus years, you're averaging about 300 plus thousand crystal, 300 plus thousand, 300 crystals a day. For that top Kyber one section, your new GAC prizing for that Kyber one is a 552 average with a 726 max. I like it. This is a, Hey, just keep playing and being 50, 50 in your wins and losses. And you're going to make more than you Pretty did much. in regular squad arena every day. Yep. 100%. And that's like for 50, 50. If you're winning all the time, you can start hitting those maxes. So, you're, oh, yeah. You can earn more crystals yep. per day than you could in Squad Arena. Now you're you're getting territorial super whales here, but yes. So basically, yep. in the end, or in overtime, and the numbers here that add up for these crystal daily crystal prize boxes for your GP, they're looking pretty freaking good if you play GAC and you can average a fifty percent win rate. <laughs> Because I agree. Just for me, I'm currently at six point five eight million GP, which is just above the Kyber two threshold. That means if I can average my fifty percent win rate and stay in that league, I'm averaging five hundred and seventeen crystals a day. And even if it's lower than for that, like, like four hundred to four fifty, that's a massive increase for me massive increase. That, it's going to be huge for someone like you that's been playing a long time 
that doesn't really put much effort into doing well in the arena, it's going to be huge. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'm, I'm completely with you because I currently, once I got JMK and Cat, I sit between 20 and 30 for, uh, for Squad Arena with no effort. I just do a couple battles to make sure I stay in that zone. And that payout for me is, let's see here, hmm. 21 to 50. That's 150 crystals. So even if I'm on the lower yeah. end of Kyber 2, when averaging a 50% win rate, I am making hundreds more crystals a day than I did in Squad Arena. Yeah. It's huge. And tw- le- rank 20 is not high. Like, there's people locked out of the top 50. They could never get there. These 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 crystal increases, if you fight in GAC and you played the game for a long time with a roster, are good numbers. I don't know, understand. I mean, I understand that people don't like change, but I don't understand where they look at these crystal numbers and say, I'm not going to make as much. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, unless you are just really terrible and lose every single GAC and don't care, then yeah, but this is going to reward people that do play GAC. If you play GAC really at all, you, you'll, you'll be fine. Uh, this, uh, I love this change. I really, I really love it. It's great. So excited. 100%. All right, dude, we've been going for two and a half hours. Yeah. My Adobe audition stopped I know. working. Oh no don't like that it does this every time oh no it's just it's just catching up it's catching okay um well uh i think we should hold off on the q a stuff yeah we're not missing a ton oh i just completely screwed up your your video hold on i'm gonna do this and fix your video. Okay. Tech issues. Okay. Um, we don't have a lot more to say about the GAC changes, except that it's GP based. There are awesome. skill rating. The rewards are good. It's just, it's, there's not a whole lot to say about it besides that. It's going to be different, but nope. the initial thought I have is that it's going to be better as far as crystals are concerned. And I like JC. So totally agree. I'm fine with it, you know? Yep. I agree. Very excited about uh, the the way they are going with this game. I think this is a huge improvement. I think it's desperately needed. So I'll be curious to see how it actually pans out over the next few, uh, you, you know, next few months and just kind of reevaluate. Because um, this kind of, you know, kind of clears up one thing that I've hated about the game is arena lately. Like I just, I hate, I hate playing it. It's a pain in the ass. It's, I don't want to have to get on at that specific time and do my crap. It's just, it's terribly annoying. No. So, um, yeah, I'm, Oh dude. One, what dude. Oh my God. Okay. I've, I was just checking the mod store. There was a mod I had to buy, mm-hmm. it, right? So, 
Speed set. Diamond. Head speed is secondary. I figure what the hell. I'll buy it. I buy the bastard. I level it up. 17 speed on three hits. I'll take it to uh, six dot. It'll be 18 speed. I have another potential at the perfect mod. That will be the mod I will be slicing next week. And I am very excited <laughs> very about nice. it. If I can wait that long. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, that's one way to end the show then. That is one way to end the show. Man. Oh, I just want to throw out one more nope. thing from what Joker pointed out from the QA. And I remember reading this as well. The first few GAC rounds are going to be weird because they don't have a skill rating to bat- match anything on. They will only be matched on your GPs. So you may see some lopsided matches. Just be ready for that. And don't... I'm, I'm going to say right. don't form your entire opinion around the first two, three rounds of GAC, but I know people will. So that's so true. Just keep that in mind. Every level-headed listener we have that listens to this and hears that, it's going to be rough to start until they can start really hammering down that skill rating and getting you where you belong. So yep. keep that up. Yep. So it'll be exciting to see where this is after the first season and we kind of get an idea of what's, you know, how this is going to go and hopefully get you playing some new people, um, you you know, like a better variety of people that are because, you know, a lot of times like there's several people I play that's just it's not even a matchup. And then sometimes I fly out, get my ass. So it'll be fun to see, see how this goes. So, um, well, do you have anything else to mention, sir? I do not. All I have to say is that uh, we did not even touch. And you said you talked earlier about us talking about Dash Rindar. We just talked about him existing. So next week, I want to propose to you that we do a, a coverage of the four legend characters. Because I'm sure that we're going to get the fourth one this week. Because the event, Most the event starts on the 15th. So that would mean the four requirements would have to have been released before then. So we should be getting another character this week. So I want to propose that next week we we do a deep dive into the all the Legends characters. And I know you got want to talk about Kyle Katarn. So it'll be interesting to talk about... Yeah, he's uh, awesome. Darth Big Talon, fan. Kyle Katarn, Dash Rindar, and whatever we think that next, whether it's Mara Jade, which is rumored, or whatever shows up. I feel like next by next uh, next podcast we should have events about the or uh, news about the event for this legendary this legendary event for uh, Star Killer, and then I think we should have the four kits of the characters required, which we haven't talked about. So I think it'd be fun to go over those next week. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Well, I want to say thanks everybody for stopped in on the live stream and said live stream. Gosh. Live, thanks to everyone that stopped in on the live stream and hung out with us, talked in the chat. You guys have been like going off all night in chat. It's been awesome. So I really appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us. To everyone that listens to the uh, audio podcast, I hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. Hopefully you enjoy the show next week as I appreciate you listening and just enjoying the show in general. So thank you. To everybody out there, we will see you next week for episode 272 of the Shattered Order podcast. Until then, thanks for hanging out, and we will catch you next time. Later.